Each week during Advent, we're trying to bring before you stories or meditations from people who are um, attempting or being used by God to truly bear witness to his light in different ways. So as we talk about the ongoing uh, light of Jesus, uh, the people who came to mind for us um, are Dennis and Karen Punches. This is Dennis. Um, now he and his wife Karen, they've been a part of Grace for three years and just to give you a brief bio on who they are, um, some of you might be thinking, wait, they've been here for three years? I have not ever met them. But they're incredible people. Uh, so Dennis and Karen, they were Wycliffe uh, Bible translators in Cameroon, right? Yeah. And they were there from 1985 to 1998 and then spent a year in Honduras doing some work there. Uh, Dennis was also, uh, and his wife Karen, were community care pastors at 7th Street Church. I'm in downtown Long Beach, and Karen has an MSW, and she's worked with children. So you guys have been in it. You've been around. You've seen a lot of the work that God has been doing, and you felt called in different ways. And more recently, uh, Karen and Dennis have felt um, a a pull toward uh, Myanmar. Um, And here's a map for you so you know what I'm talking about. It's formerly known as Burma. Um, And so here's my question, Dennis. So Myanmar, right, it seems a little bit out of left field. And as we talk about this ongoing presence of Jesus and his light within us, give us a little snapshot of what captured your imagination about like this place. So why Myanmar? Um, well, my great-grandparents on my mother's side uh, were missionaries in Burma from 1901 to 1935. So I grew up with all these stories about Burma and songs and the little diddlies that my grandmother and my mother would pass to me. And I've just always been curious about the country. So I finally got a chance to go there in 2010 and met a lot of really nice people, um, traveled around the country, but it was still a rather closed country politically at the time, so I didn't feel like there were open doors. Uh, But we did get a chance to go back in 2018. I went back and um, we got to meet all the people I'd met the first time and... um, got involved with helping a school, just build a classroom onto a school in the fishing village, and uh, we went back for the dedication in um, September. So what pulled you to Burma was it wasn't like you were looking at a map and saying, okay, you close your eyes and then you just put your hand down and there it is. Like you, so you connected from your story, right, from your grandfather and being interested in it. So you went and you felt like there was something that God was up to. Uh, so what do you, as you've been there a couple times now, what do you sense God is up to in Myanmar, and how are you and Karen family involved in that? Right. Um, well, Myanmar is a very devoutly uh, Buddhist country, um, and it's really taken me, I've been now four times, and it's taken me, like each trip, I feel like I wrap myself a little bit more around what that means in that country. But... Um, we all talk about karma, but that's a real, that's a real thing for them. And it's, it's based upon the need to uh, build up all these merits, these good things that you do in life in hopes that maybe you get to take a step forward towards, um, well, nirvana is not even possible for women, but there's even the levels of paradise that they're hopeful that someday they may be able to achieve. And I just have this real deep sense that God wants to say, it's really not about all that, that good works. I mean, that's all wonderful and, and good, and they're very kind people and sweet people, but they don't have the assurance of just being loved by God and knowing that they have a secure future. So. Mm-hmm. And so what do you, 
yeah, as you think about bringing the gospel in a different culture and in some ways translating it or embodying it in a different way, what do you ultimately hope for, for the people in Myanmar and for really where you sense God leading you into that, you mm-hmm. and Karen? Yeah, so Karen and I are, are not necessarily connected. We have actually met up with an American that has a, um, a nonprofit up in the mountains, and he's reaching out to youth and doing all these really wonderful things, so we're wanting to connect with them. Um, but really, we're, we're seeing our role as um, developing the relationships, the friendships that the Lord has put on our path along the way, uh, developing those to a place of trust so that we can have the kinds of dialogues about just what we think and what they think and, and um, who God is, and that we would just have the opportunity to share what we feel like the Lord has, has revealed in our lives and watch him reveal it to them, really. So I'm anticipating some people's thoughts being like, that's great, Dennis and Karen, but I'm not going anywhere. Um, I'm going to stay here in Long Beach. So think about, yeah, I guess one of the questions is, as, what have you learned? As somebody who's been, you feel like you've been pulled in a direction, you've attempted to establish relationships with people in a different culture, and as we think about what Beth shared this morning about being the light of Christ, and that that begins with who we are and who God has made us to be. What have you and Karen learned about what it means to embody that light and to bear witness to that light? Um, an interesting thing about people in Myanmar uh, is that we often think of Asian cultures as kind of like, you know, not looking you in the eye and kind of, you know, being very careful not to, you know, embarrass one another. But people in Myanmar, they look you straight in the eye. And they just, they're kind of known for kind of looking in and just seeing what's inside of you. And it's not a judgmental thing. It's just somehow like how they're wired. And um, I think they're looking for sincerity. And then I started thinking about it. I think whether we look each other deep in the eyes and do this, you know, in a very conscious manner, we are all looking for that. We're all looking for that sincerity. And I think the greatest thing we can do to be a light is just to, to sincerely love people with the love that, that we have from God is to ask him to, to just show us how we can express that love in a very sincere manner to other people. And as we do that, I think that um, as they feel that warmth and that love, that light that is shining, um, their own questions will arise, and that's where the dialogues come, and you get to express the hope that is within you. So to me, it's about friendship. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things I love about Dennis and Karen's story, along with what Beth shared this morning, is that truly being, bearing witness to the light that Christ is responsible for really begins with with a sense of who we are and our own story, which is that's what was true for you. Um, it wasn't some random thing, but connected to who you were. And another thing that I love and appreciate about the story is that there were small steps of obedience. Right? You just had a sense, oh, okay, I'm going to go here, and I'm going to see what God might have. And then there's another door, and then there's another door. Um, and, and you continue to follow Jesus into those places and to be surprised by him. And then finally it comes down to friendship. Right? It comes down to actually appreciating the people before you. That's one of the things that Dennis and Karen said when I was asking them about Myanmar. They, we just love the people. Mm. We just love the people. And as I think about Long Beach and as I think about our role as bearing witness to the ongoing light of Jesus, it truly is about capturing an imagination 
for people and that we would love people in the way that Christ would have us love them. I think that is the place of, of transformation in the ways that God wants to work. So thank you so much for sharing your story. And, um, and I'd like to pray. I'd like to pray that God would make us into that type of people and for your work in Myanmar. God, I thank you that you have called us as your people, as your body, to bear witness to you wherever you have us. God, thank you for giving us lives that have purpose, that have a sense of something beyond ourselves, and that that is, that only comes from you. And God, thank you for the ways that you've placed us in Long Beach, in our neighborhoods, in our streets, in our homes. Help us to bear witness to the light wherever you have us, to recognize that you've given us something um, to share and to show. And God, we thank you for Dennis, and we thank you for Karen, and we thank you for, for my, me and Marn, for the work that you're doing there, and for the activity in your presence, God. And I pray that you'd continue um, to give them imagination for what you want to do, that you'd continue to um, pull them toward what you have for them, and that those small doors or openings that they're walking through, that they would continue to meet you. But God, we ask that you would help them to foster and develop deep friendships with people. Friendships that are marked by love and that are marked by sincerity and care and compassion so that you might bring your transformation, that you might bring your light into a place that needs it. And God, help us to have an imagination for, um, for this world, um, as small as it might be of wherever we might be, to see it as you, God, reconciling the world to yourself, bringing your light to bear, and help us to see our part in that. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Can I just say one? Oh, do it. Go for it. Never give a man a mic. <laughs> well, maybe most everybody would like, well, I'm not going there, but maybe somebody would like to go there, and we would love to uh, share the beauty of Myanmar with anyone that uh, was interested. So talk to us, and, yeah. and we can set that Absolutely. up. Absolutely, and they're sitting right over there.